Welcome to Les Talk with professional lesbian Charlotte Ashlyn. Join us to talk all things lesbian and queer women related. All the good stuff, basically. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Les Talk, your professional lesbian podcast. We technically are recording overseas. It's kind of weird. Well, it's definitely more than technically. I mean, we are in different countries. I know. So actually, we are recording overseas. It's really weird. This is the first time we've recorded when we're not next to each other. Um, it's very surreal. It's been a bit difficult too. We've had some technical difficulties. I guess that's the problem when you live in the middle of a field. Um, All right, you literally I do not- have no Wi-Fi. I do not live in a field. I may be able to see some cows right now, but I'm so that's not a field. in a field. <laughs> that's literally a field. You just described a field. Well done. Well, what can I say? <laughs> so we've had a few technical difficulties. We've actually been so out of touch with the world right now and in the middle of a field. Um, okay, wait, wait. I am not in a stereotypical Irish farm <laughs> right now, okay? I, I am within civilization. <laughs> I am only going to pass judgment. Look, okay. once I looked out a window at yours and there was chickens and cows, I feel like you're on a farm. Um, To me, it'll be a farm. It's very farmy. To you, yeah. It's like the opposite end of civilization, but hey... Yeah, anyway. Um, so we were recording in separate countries, which is really strange. And we've only been away from each other, what, two days? And it feels like a lifetime. Oh, uh, does it? Well, it feels like a long time since I've seen you, yes. And it's only been two days. I mean, yeah, it, it is probably going to go a bit slow, but we'll survive it. Mm, Ashton says she's missed me about four or five times and it gets boring after a few times. Okay, then for the rest of the time, I will tell you that I miss it. <laughs> it's very strange being apart. But anyway, okay. content warning, we will be talking about eating disorders and mental health. Yeah, we're going to go into our own experiences with mental health, eating disorders, antidepressants. So if that's something that you think will affect you, just be aware that we'll be speaking about that. Very candidly and openly. So please don't put yourself some- through something you don't need to. Um, but anyway, let's go on with the episode. Um, So in this episode, we are going to be talking about mental health. Um, And it's something that we wanted to cover because obviously with the pandemic going on, I think everyone can say that they've experienced a lot of problems. Is that the right way to say it? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that's going to affect everyone's daily lives and it's going to affect your mental health for sure. Definitely. And I think I certainly have... um, have gone through it. Um, I'm not too sure about you, Ashlyn, but I wanted to talk about just our experiences with mental health in the past and present um, Mm -hmm. and have a little candid discussion about how mental health has affected us because I think sometimes online we perceive a perfect life almost. Yeah, I think as with everyone, and it's not that anyone's trying to be fake or anything, it's just it's natural to kind of put your best things forward online. But uh, it is definitely like we need to obviously put the reality of it as well at the same time. Let's talk coming at you with the facts. Let's discuss mental health. So I think I will take the floor to begin with, um, because it only feels fair that I take the floor first. Um, Obviously. Yeah. I, I've i had mental illness in the past, but mine is in the form of an eating disorder. And is that classified as mental? Like, am I being stupid in saying that? That's a good question. I think so. 
Yeah, I mean, it's see, definitely something that affects your mental health. <laughs> it affects so. everything. So yeah, I I'm gonna it might sound stupid right now, but I never consider myself to having like mental illness. I just had an eating disorder, mm-hmm. um, because yes, to be honest, it did cause a lot of like depression and anxiety. I guess. Um, so yeah, I would class it as mental illness to a degree. Yeah. So for me, I. I had an operation when I was about 14. Did Was we talking at the time I had my operation? Well, if you had it at 14, then no. Yeah, that is true. Why did I ask? I don't know. I had to think there. Did we talk when you were 14? <laughs> no, so I, I had an operation when I was 14, and it was to correct a curvature in my spine, which is called scoliosis. Um, I could Have we shared my x-rays before? I was just going to mention, and that's the thing I remember you showing me, but I don't know if you put it online ever. Yeah, I don't think I have. I think I've mentioned it on my stories briefly. Um, yeah. But I've, so I had scoliosis and my curve was like at 84%. So it was pretty bad. And I had to have spinal surgery to correct the curve, which was intense to say the least. Well, yeah, it's not, it's not anything minor. Is it? No, it's not just like um, a routine check at the dentist. Like I had a lot going on and I yeah. think I've covered it in a episode um, like, like at the start of the last talk, I talked about my mental health. Um, yeah. But basically as a result of my operation, I developed like a really bad habit with food Um at first it was really innocent it was to do medication and so on and then it kind of got really dark and I think I actually met you Ashley when I was coming out of it almost yeah I think yeah I think it was at the very not the end of your journey because it's still ongoing but you were starting to get into a better state of mind definitely and like so like a year prior to I met Ashlyn I went to a dietitian, and I remember they so my like eating illness like it disorder sorry wasn't because I didn't want to eat or I thought I was fat um I just simply stopped eating and I found it like a task I don't know how to describe it it was really weird like you know how some people develop an eating disorder because they're like oh my god like I feel so large like I feel so Mm -hmm. unhappy like you know like people feel disgusting in their body I never felt that it was never like that it was simply I just stopped eating um Mm. and I can't tell you why or how that happens yeah, I mean, to me, like, I obviously, I'm not going to understand that because I haven't been through it. But obviously, to you, it makes sense. And it just is a factual, like, that's what happened. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it happened. I stopped eating. And I just couldn't, I couldn't eat. I don't know why I couldn't eat. I just got this anxiety around it. I honestly, I can't, I don't want to go back to that mindset. And so I can't make full sense of it. Um, but I remember going to the dietitian, and each week she'd put me on the weight um scale sorry and she'd like weigh me and I I think that's where my obsession from like weight has come from you know like that was my sense of recovery and she kept putting me on the scales and she would say like I remember I hadn't eaten much that Mm. like that week and they'll be like just drink a shit ton of milk like you'll get all you need but it was very much like regimental um and it wasn't looking at the fact that I wasn't eating it wasn't looking at the mental health behind it they were just like you need to eat um and there was there was no support about why is this happening to you and let's figure that out it was just you have to eat yeah no no shit Sherlock (laughs) yeah like thank you I know that um and I think that's like not like ruined my mental health around it but I think it has a big 
factor into why I um I react the way I do if I have like a bad day, you know, like so I brought some jeans, they didn't fit and I got really upset about it, but now I'm calorie counting and when I look at it, it all stems back to that because that's the only way I know yeah, how to get better or how to control it if that makes sense. So do you think like you have can you have a tendency to become like obsessive with numbers like the scales and the calories like Definitely. To- I went through a stage where I'd weigh myself every single day, every morning, every night, and I'd wow. be very aware of how much I weighed. And if I'd like put on weight, I would stop eating so much. And if I lost weight, I'd put like start eating more. And it was a really good way for me to control how I was eating because I was focused on the numbers. Yeah. Um, and I had to stop weighing myself, which was really important for my like progression to getting better. Um, but I had to stop weighing myself um, because it was really hard. So now that you're in like a better place, do you still like have those compulsions and do you have to actively say, no, I'm not going to do that today? Like it's literally me right now. Like I said, (laughs) I I brought some jeans and it was really hard for me. I I was with you actually. And I tried these jeans on and I just want, like, you know, you just feel so defeated inside. Mm -hmm. And at that moment I felt it I was just like oh god like I'm I'm going back there like how can this happen yeah. and I can't describe it it's not like all of a sudden something like clicks it's not like I can click it on and off it's always my state of mind just sometimes it has like a stronger presence I guess that's mm-hmm. the best way to describe it for me and this time it's winning um but I know in a few weeks time it will be better. So I'm trying not to focus too much on it. Exactly. Like, as you said, it's something that you live with and some days it's going to be more prevalent than others. So have you had like times, like when is the last time that you felt like it was kind of rising its head again? Apart from this week, (laughs) like last week, I think it's very seasonal as well. Like in the summer, I feel it a lot. Um, Mm. And I don't want to eat in the summer, but I force myself to... um, and I feel it like, I don't know, like when we're going on holiday and things like that, where it's just like, you don't want to feel, I don't want to feel disgusting. Yeah, um, like you're going to be wearing shorts or bikini yeah, things. Yeah, like I think for me, I've always been naturally skinny and like, I'm not the tallest, but I'm tall. So for me, I can carry weight off a little bit better. Yeah. Um, and so I've never had a problem with it, if that makes sense. Like I've never had a problem with my weight, only up until the point where I had to start eating more. And now my body should is what it should be. Um, it's really hard to like snap out of this like mentality, like, oh my God, like this is what it shouldn't be. I should look like my 16-year-old self who was severely underweight. Yeah. Um, and it's such a strange mind concept to like think, go through. Yeah. I think even outside of like people with eating disorders, like when you say like looking back at your 16 year old self, I think we're all guilty of doing that yeah. like in a really unhealthily way. Like I remember looking at pictures um, of me like when I first met you and I was like, what the hell? Like I was so trim and toned. And I'm like, I haven't got fat. Like I've just grown into a woman. Like I yeah. was pretty much a kid then. And we shouldn't compare that because it's it's normal for your body to change. That's what I mean. I think that's one of my mindsets that really ruins it for me in a sense because my face hasn't changed much. I still look about 12. And so <laughs> I expect this body to like represent what I've always been um, yeah. because I haven't changed much in like my features on my face or whatever. Um, but I guess I have to remind myself that I am 23 and I am a woman Monday to Sunday. Um, a woman. A woman. Um, so it's really hard sometimes. And 
I go through stages and some days it's really great and then other days I'm just like I literally don't want to face the world and it's like how do you live how do you live like that it's it's sometimes really consuming yeah I can only imagine and like when you're in that like bad state again what do you do to get rid of it do you just wait for it to pass or do you I have try to distract mechanisms? myself yeah like I know I know you hate me playing games like I know you hate it but no, that's <laughs> You like enjoy it. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. But for me, that's a way that my mind isn't focusing on it because otherwise I'm like, oh God, I've got to eat. Oh God, like I haven't eaten today. So it's like I put a lot of pressure on myself. Um, I started to journaling a lot. Actually, I started to journal when you left. Um, I wrote a oh. long ass paragraph like, why has she left me? I'm joking. Oh my God. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, so I've started to journal and it's it's helped me put a lot of my feelings into why I'm not eating the amount I should be at the moment um to try and make sense of it um yeah. because obviously if anyone's like had an eating disorder before or because I, I don't even want to I don't want to label mine an eating disorder because it's just a part of who I am like this is just I'm not have a disorder because of it it's just something that I have to go through mm-hmm. um and I think doing putting that label on it for me is more damaging than good um so don't want to label it up that way um yeah to make sense for everyone else sometimes I do say like yeah I, I suffer with this um but obviously but obviously I want to go into um something more about you now Ashlyn this episode is brought to you by Day they are a woman's health company who specialize in making amazing products to help with period pains as well as general health I have been using their 100% plastic free tampons this month and I was quite skeptical when I was using them because they also include CBD within the tampon do not ask me how that's possible because it's possible they've done it and it's amazing they told me that it would reduce Reduce pain and I was like not possible no like I have the worst pain on my periods it's not gonna happen and honestly I've had one of the most pain-free periods of my life it's been life-changing the tampons are organic they're used on bleach cotton and honestly the CBD within them changes your life so if you experience painful periods I would definitely recommend giving these a go because I was skeptical and they completely work they also have an amazing array of different products something that we've been trying out recently is the probiotics so basically probiotics promote a healthy vagina to put it bluntly something else that i'm kind of like living off at the moment is their cbd palm it basically helps you relax if you get quite emotional on your period which i do um i would definitely recommend giving this a go so as you can tell i love day and i want you to love them with me so if you use code less talk at checkout you get five pounds off your first box of tampons each month so go to our show notes and the link will be there because i i've dabbled in it um i've (laughs) dabbled in it (laughs) i toes in I dipped my toes. I had a little go. I thought, no, it's not for me. Um, But obviously your experience with mental health is a lot different to mine. Um, And when we met, I was almost at the the finish or like the end of the the bad part of my mental health if that makes sense yeah like I was got, at the I was at the start I think. yeah <laughs> and so I was coming out through like having this eating disorder being really I want to I was never diagnosed as depressed but I I sure as hell had those nights where I literally was just like oh my god I can't go on um yeah. so I don't want to say I was depressed but I probably wasn't far off it um but we come on to you where you experience something that I can't explain so why why don't you give it a go depression (laughs) oh my god it's so fancy (laughs) well like with your when you talk about your story 
I like not that I like the story because oh my god you sick sad, but it's it makes it a bit easier to understand because you you had like something that started it off and maybe it was or wasn't the reason but it makes sense in a way yeah there's almost like pieces of the puzzle that fit together and you can be like oh that makes sense why that happened exactly. yeah exactly and with me it was always a bit of a mind fuck because it's just it kind of came out of nowhere and it's it's harder to explain it to someone and when you don't actually have a reason yeah and I used to always like beat myself up over that because I was like I don't have any reason to be depressed like I've got great family like a really good life like people have it so much worse than me so I used to feel this guilt for actually being depressed yeah and I guess that added to <laughs> added to yeah. what you was going through so it was like a vicious cycle then but yeah like there was there was a few things that were going on in my life that probably contributed to it um things that we spoke about on the podcast before and I think I don't know if those things didn't happen if I would have became as depressed as I did and maybe I would but it happened and it took me I don't know like a year to actually you know get up the courage to ask for help yeah so obviously you're beating around the bush a lot on these topics I don't want you to go into details because they're private to yourself but when did you realize that something was going on well I was aware of it for a long time but it it took me a longer time to tell that to someone else yeah like I knew I knew in myself like oh god like this isn't normal like I don't want to feel like this anymore what was it that you was actually feeling though um like nothingness is the best way to put (laughs) it (laughs) yeah um it just like when I think back of it it's like I don't know like I just get flashbacks to like sitting in my room and like I used to like smoke weed out the window and I was like in such a bad place like you know yeah um so it was like really toxic to myself and in hindsight I do wish that I addressed it quicker quicker than I did because as soon as I did like it started getting better straight away yeah um Um, I just want to add I'm not laughing at Ashton having depression I'm laughing at the fact that she was smoking weed out a window I just want to put that in because when you're saying like yeah I'm depressed and I'm just like laughing yeah, I, I know what you're laughing at, but I don't smoke weed anymore. Because <laughs> actually, actually, that didn't help. Like, I think that made me worse as well. So Do you think? I, yeah, so I associate that with being depressed now. Like, oh, I feel God. like it fucked my mental health up even more. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but yeah, it just didn't work very well from my So from depression. that, don't, don't do drugs, kids. I think, but, yeah. I think it's really nice to obviously look at your progression let's say because me and my mom were actually talking about it the other day um i love that (laughs) but when ashlyn first came to the uk um she couldn't speak or look at anyone directly do you remember how you used to be yeah it was it was honestly traumatizing like i before i met charlie like i'd never been anywhere on my own like i was quite I'm still a little bit introverted, but I was really so. No, you and awkward. you were like super, like extra like king king no queen king <laughs> no I was trying to say king um queen supreme of like awkwardness yeah definitely I mean I still have my moments but yeah, yeah I've I've definitely improved a lot like I can actually talk to strangers without dying <laughs> yeah um but yeah like I think. I think I have progressed a lot and what I always makes me remember that is I used to like keep a journal as well and do you remember one time that we found it and like we went to read it and like I couldn't let you read it because yeah which really upset me because I'm nosy 
I know, but it was like so dark. Like it was not embarrassing, but like it was almost shameful that I had those thoughts before. Yeah. And it was even hard for me to reread them. Do you feel um, shame around having those thoughts though? I don't feel shame around having depression. I just, I don't know how to describe it. I feel You can't believe like, that your mind was there and it's just like a yeah, bit cr- it's more not cringe. I don't know how to describe it. It's more like disbelief that yeah. I was able to be in that position, if that makes sense. But no, like I'm not, I wouldn't say I want to be ashamed of it because it's it's something that so many people go through. And I like being in a position now where I can say, oh yeah, I've come through that. And it is possible to do that, you know? Yeah, something that I want to touch on because it wasn't something that you would openly speak about. So hopefully you are open to it. Um, But obviously you went on medication to help with your depression. And not a lot of people talk about that. And in terms of reaching for help, it's okay. Well, obviously it's recommended you reach out to like family and friends and be like, I need help. Mm -hmm. Um, But obviously you needed extra help. And I think some people feel shame around that in terms of reaching out and looking for like, not looking for medication, but going on medication. Like, how did you feel when you realized that you was going on medication for your depression? Well, when I first went to the doctor, like they... Because I was wondering about a therapist or medication, like what's the best treatment? And like the doctor was like, she was such, she was like a therapist to me. Like we'd spend ages talking. Yeah. Um. And she she mentioned that possibility of medication and and the therapist, but I the thought of going to a therapist freaked me the hell out. So I was like, yes. no way, no way. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, okay, well we can try this. And <laughs> medic antidepressants are really really complex. So. Like, I went through about three different types before I found one that worked for me and that fitted for me because some of them can actually make your mental state a lot worse for like really? a few weeks. Yeah, like it's well known, like you have to go through like a few weeks of being in a worse mental state than you were before. How does that make sense? <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's really fucked up. But after that, uh, things got so much better. And I think I was on them for like two or three years yeah but the one thing that I'll say although it like literally changed my life and I'm so glad that it did that thank you the the one thing that oh, I you're not hated. on about me sorry no. I was like thank you <laughs> why are you saying thank you <laughs> because I thought you was on about me <laughs> no I'm talking about the medication oh sorry the major downside to them is it really fucks up your libido And I struggled with that even for like a good time after I came off. Yes, I remember this now. Sorry, I completely forgot that. So that was like, (laughs) how did you forget that? I don't know. (laughs) So that was very frustrating. So I sort of had to, it's like a bit of a bargain, like, okay, I'll give up that for my mental health, you know. But I would would do it again because now that's all kind of balanced itself out again. So it hasn't like fucked me up permanently in that sense. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people, I just talking from like experience and just from my point of view, I would feel so embarrassed and this mm. is just my mindset if I would have to go on medication and that's something I would have if I got to a point I know I would do it but I would feel this in- in, like shame around it because I'm one of those people that don't like asking for help yeah. um, and I would really struggle for that so it's like having these conversations and reminding people that like it's okay to ask for help um, because like hearing and seeing like firsthand how this medication helped you and how after you've come off it you've been able to like almost 
re-explore yourself um exactly has been really beautiful to watch um from my point of view um because you're finally coming into like your own self um and you're a completely different person from when i met you definitely and like thank you for saying i'm beautiful by the way you're welcome (laughs) i think it's really hard because like i don't want people to feel shame when they get medication because obviously if if you need it you need it um but it's always should have the mindset that you're going to come off it in a sense am I right in saying that yeah that's what I was going to say like I think and I used to like not that I really didn't want to go on medication because I thought it was like bad or anything but there is a stigma around it like for having medication for your mental health but in my eyes it's it's no different to taking um medication for like a physical ailment like yeah it, it's the exact same to me and and nobody nobody sees a stigma if you're taking a painkiller for a headache you know yeah, exactly. I think it's the same same principle as that definitely but, and I think I think that's where my mindset comes into it and it's like I I sometimes realize all the all almost the problematic views I have around my own mental health and my own like eating problems and it's like I'm not thankful you had depression um but I'm (laughs) thankful that you went through a similar experience because that really helps me understand it through the lens of someone who's gone through medication and got help um and I think it's really important to to have these conversations because it's it's a known fact that the LGBTQ plus community have high rates of mental health um and depression rates um and whilst my depression or not my depression my eating disorder um had nothing to do with me being gay um I think that I went through a lot of anxiety through that um and I I don't know it's it's a strange one well I think everything has a knock-on effect like if you have as you said an eating disorder it's going to affect your mental health your mental health in turn is going to affect your eating it's like everything is a vicious cycle it certainly is and like these these are our own experiences and our own views around mental health um this has been quite an open chat whilst we haven't gone into the depths of it all um it's been a really hard chat for me because i don't like talking about it um yeah and so obviously these are our views this is what we think around our own mental health please don't take our advice or what we've spoken about as gospel um because whilst Ashley went on medication for her depression that was her experience and not everyone needs to do that yeah like the treatment is going to be different for everyone like what works for me might really not work for someone else so our experiences like don't say oh that's what's going to help me you know it's really important to kind of get a tailored tailored treatment for yourself definitely and I think with me like in terms of like eating disorder and eating habits it's very much like this is I've dealt with this since I was about 15 um and I know when to ask for help if that makes sense yeah I I can see the signs and when I know it's going to get to a point where it's uncontrollable for myself I will reach out um but that's just because I know what my process is um but that's my again my own experiences so if you are going through any eating habits or you think that you're there's something going on um please don't base that on my like journey um because I'm quite a stubborn soul and I probably should have got help a lot earlier (laughs) um if I'm honest um but never to be honest I don't know dietitians may work um the one I just had was obsessed with numbers by the sounds of it, the one you had just wasn't good for you. <laughs> Literally, you know my fitness power, what I'm doing now, like calorie counting? Yeah. That's all she did. That's like, oh all, God. she would all, like, I 
go in and say like I've eaten XYZ I'd have to write down every time what I've eaten we'd go in and then she'd get me on the way and she'd be like oh you've lost like two LBs or whatever um, LBs. LBs little bitch um, <laughs> lost two little bitches and she's like you you have to like eat more and I'm like is this all your advice like luckily it was on the NHS and we wasn't paying for it um, yeah, but how is she getting paid for doing that? I know. Honestly, I could have done I could job. do that, yeah. And it was so embarrassing because I'd have to leave school and go to it. And my friends, when I got back, my friends were like, where have you been? And I was like, oh, I just had to go to the doctors. But oh. like, it, I wouldn't, none of my friends really at the time knew what I was going through. But we had like baggy blazers and stuff so I could cover it up. Yeah. Um, master of deception. You still um, are. Thank you. Um, but yeah, this has been a very open and candid chat. I probably we could probably got into more, but it's very hard for me to explore it, especially if I'm in the midst of it right now. Yeah, um, exactly. But make sure that you are prioritizing your mental health state because I don't know, lockdown may be having more of an effect on me. Um, but it do, it will affect you lockdown going and like the, this pandemic, it's so uncertain at the moment. Um, it does feel really crazy right now. It's so long. I can't believe it's nearly a year. I know. It's actually like, upsetting. Ugh, I'm going to be depressed again. Oh, <laughs> Ashlyn, stop it. <laughs> Don't say that. Um, but thank you so much for listening. If you have related to any of the thought, like anything that we've spoken about, please reach out and get some help. Um, we can signpost you to the right people. Um, we can try shed some light onto some topics, but it's really important that we put our mental health first, and that's what I'm something I'm trying to do. Um, Ashlyn, you better be doing it too. Of course, of course, always. always. Um, but please make sure that you're looking after yourself. Um, if you've enjoyed this episode, please make sure to leave us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening on Spotify, please subscribe.